have to date yourself. That's right. I said it. You've got to date yourself. Isn't that how most relationships start? You go on dates and you get to know each other. Well, you've got to learn to date yourself. Invest in you. You know, take yourself out. Go to the movies by yourself. Go to that restaurant. You know, go and spend all day at the spa. Hello there and welcome to God Wants Me Hold, the Gathering of Hearts podcast right here on the Hope Line Media Podcast channel. I am Regina Banks, your GPS to wholeness, aka the Heart Gatherer. And on this episode, we will be talking about learn to love you. I'm going to say that again. Learn to love you. You know, sometimes we're so busy. We're always doing things for everyone else. And we tend to forget about ourselves. We're so busy making sure mom has this, dad has this, the kids have that. You know, my boss has what he or she needs, but we don't make sure that we have what we need. And so this episode, we're going to talk talk about learn to love you. And I'm just going to share some nuggets on some things, just give you some things to think about and some things that you can apply to your life in learning to love you. Proverbs 19.8, and I'm reading it out of the Revised Standard Version. It says this, he who gets wisdom loves himself. He who keeps understanding will prosper. I'm going to read that again. He who gets wisdom loves himself. He who keeps understanding will prosper. The free Bible version says it like this. If you become wise, you have good self-esteem. If you learn good sense, you'll be successful. And so here we see that when we begin to love ourselves, we become successful and we prosper. So let's get rolling with the tips. Tips on loving you. Number one, Know yourself. It's impossible to love yourself when you don't know yourself. I mean, you work, you're parenting. Some of us are grandparenting, taking care of parents, a spouse. And sometimes you just lose yourself in all of the responsibilities that you have. You're a mom, you're a dad, you're a spouse, you know, you're a coworker, you're a sister, you're a friend, and you end up losing who you really are in the process of this. And so I'm asking you outside of all of that, outside of all of the many hats that you wear, who are you? What matters most to you? What are you passionate about? What's your happiest memory? What can you think about and automatically smile? You know, like what's your proudest accomplishment and why? What are your strengths? What gives you strength? What do you value? And so as you ask yourself these questions, you know, it's going to help you to get to know you. And sometimes in getting to know you, you may have to date yourself. That's right. I said it. You've got to date yourself. Isn't that how most relationships start? You go on dates and you get to know each other. Well, you've got to learn to date yourself invest in you, you know, take yourself out, go to the movies by yourself, go to that restaurant, you know, go and spend all day at the spa, date you and get to know who you really are. What really matters to you when you take off all of the hats that you wear because you're doing something for somebody else? 
who are you? Who is the real you? And so when we begin to learn to love ourselves, we find ourselves, we find out what is it that I really like outside of being a spouse, outside of being a mom, outside of being a dad, what is it that I like? You know, what is it that gets me going? And so that's the first one. Know yourself. Number two, be honest with yourself. You know, nobody can check you like you can check you. How can you love yourself if you're lying to yourself? True self-love means taking responsibility and accountability and then making the necessary changes. In other words, no more excuses. I'm going to be honest with myself. I'm going to check myself when I need to check myself. And then I'm going to make the necessary changes that I may prosper because this is loving myself when I'm being honest with myself. You know, honesty is still the best policy. And so I've got to learn to be honest with me because this is where love starts. If I can be honest with myself, I can be honest with others. And so we want to learn to love ourselves and be honest with ourselves. That's not my strong point or that is my strong point, but let's sit down and just kind of like reflect and, you know, cogitate on me. What, what, what is it that I can do? And what is it that I can't do? Learn to be honest with yourself because being honest with yourself is where true self love starts. Number three, don't compare yourselves to others. You know, it's game over for trying to keep up with the Joneses. You know, it's so over for that. Second Corinthians 10, 12 free Bible version says this. We're not so arrogant to compare ourselves with those who think so much of themselves. Those who measure themselves by themselves and compare themselves with themselves are really foolish. And so we're not foolish. And so we're no longer going to compare ourselves. I've actually thought about this thing. And when we begin to compare ourselves with others, we're shooting shade towards Jesus because we're saying that he didn't do a great job in how he created us, that we're not good enough, that we have to compare ourselves to someone else. See, here's what you need to know. They're not better or worse than you. They are them and you are you. If you must compare, compare yourself against you. And that's what I do. You know, at any time I want to think about comparison, I'm going to compare Regina against Regina. Was Regina a better Regina today than she was yesterday? Was Regina a better Regina than she was last week, last month? And so if you're going to compare yourself, you want to compare you against you. Have you improved? Do you see where you've made the necessary changes that you may be prosperous, that you may be successful? And then if you want to compare yourself against someone else, compare yourself against Jesus. He's the greatest example. Are my ways his ways? Are my thoughts his thoughts? And so if I'm going to compare, I'm going to compare myself with Jesus and I'm going to bring myself up to the caliber of Jesus. And so I'm going to start forgiving like Jesus does. You know, I'm going to think before I speak. I'm going to say the right things. My words will always help. They'll heal. They'll soothe. They won't tear people down. And so anytime I'm going to do that, I'm going to just only compare myself with myself or or I'm going to compare myself with Jesus because when I begin to compare myself with others, it is a sign of insecurity. And when there's a sign of insecurity, now we got to figure out what's fueling that insecurity, tackle it and win. And so that's number three. 
We don't compare ourselves against anyone. Number four, know your strengths. Work what you got and stop concentrating on your weaknesses. You know, when I begin to learn to love myself, I'm giving myself accolades. I'm not my own voice of condemnation. I'm not tearing myself down. I'm not sleeping on myself, but I'm acknowledging all the things that I'm good at. And you know, this is what I do. I have this like notepad that I keep by my bed. And I actually, you know, when I set goals, I go back when I've uh, completed those goals and I, you know, put a woohoo, great job, Gina, or something like that. So whenever I'm feeling, you know, like not the best, or I'm not feeling like I've done a great job, I pull that book out and I remind myself of all of my accomplishments that I am doing well, that I am, you know, accomplishing things that I do have some strengths. And, you know, and so that's what you need to do. You need to remind your yourself of your stress and then you got to work your magic you got to work what you got and so whatever it is that you're good at you got to work it you got to make it work for you you know it we, we see that when I learn to love myself it says that I make my way prosperous because I'm showing that you know I have wisdom it says he who gets wisdom loves himself he who keeps understanding will prosper so when I become wise um, I have good self-esteem, which means I learn good sense, which means I'll be successful. And so this is what happens when I know my strengths. Number five ask for help. And sometimes this is a big one, but we've got to learn to love ourselves enough to ask for help. It's okay to not be okay. And I know some of us grew up thinking that, you know, when you can't do something that you're supposed to keep it to yourself, don't let anybody know that you're sweating. But you know, that was really bad advice that we were given. It is okay to not be okay. Love yourself enough to get help when needed. Just like you run to help others, run the same way to help yourself. I'm going to say that again because somebody needs to hear that. Just like you run to help others, run the same way to help yourself. Tip number six on learning to love you. Learn how to say no. You've got to set boundaries and be able to say no. When you say no, you've got to be straightforward and not cryptic. When you say no, no apology is needed. Giving an apology for saying no, it undermines your authority and it implies that you're doing something wrong that requires an apology or a justification. And so when you make a decision that you don't want to do something and you say no, you do not have to give an explanation. You don't have to tell people why you're saying no. It's never wrong for you to say no to something. Trust your intuition, set your boundaries, and then stick with it. And I know sometimes people say they have a hard time saying no. So I'm going to give you some tips on how to say no. Okay, I'm going to really help you out with this. Because when you say yes, when you want to say no, you end up being angry and mad at the other person. And they didn't any didn't do anything wrong. You wronged you because you said yes when you really wanted to say no. When you love you, you don't wrong you. This causes you to be frustrated with you 
and love doesn't frustrate. And so you've got to learn how to say no. No more saying yes when you really want to say no because it causes you to be overwhelmed and it causes you to be stressed. And so you've got to go back to being honest with yourself. I can't do it or I don't want to do it. You've got to learn how to say no. You know, we've got to erase the bad stigma that saying no is rude and that is hostile. No, there are ways that you can say no where it doesn't come across rude and it doesn't come across hostile. So consider this saying no means I'm declining the request not rejecting the person. If a person has the right to request something of you, you have the right to decline. If a person has a right to request something of you, you have the right to decline. So here are some simple ways of uh, saying no. There's this thing called a direct no. No, I can't do that. You know, and you say it without feeling the need to apologize. Number two is like a reflecting no. It acknowledges the content and the sentiments of the request. So it would be something like this. I understand that you want me there, but I just can't attend. You notice you're still not giving a reason. You're not giving an apology for saying no. You're letting them know that I understand your feelings. I understand that you want me there, but I just can't do it. And then there's that. Um, no, which they called like a reasoned no. It's brief, but honest. You know, you uh, give a brief, but honest reason for your answer. So you may say something like this. You know, I can't attend the meeting because I have lots of things to do. So you're kind of like reasoning with them. You know, you're letting them know like, ah, I really wish I could, but I can't. You know, I have plenty of things to do. Then there's that no that they call a rain check no, where you're saying, you know, not it's not really a no, but it's saying no, not now, but later could be possible. And so that's an easier way of saying no, if you're not the person that can come straight out and do like a direct no. Then there's the uh, inquiring no. It's not an absolute no, but it's kind of like open to see if there's another alternative. So you may say something like, um, well, I can't do it today, but how's uh, two days from now? Or I can't do it uh, right now, but I can do it maybe at eight o'clock. You know, so it's kind of like an inquiry. You're trying to see if they're open, you know, to do something different. But then, you know, we have to uh, also acknowledge that there's that person that you might have to do the broken record no. And this is when the person doesn't accept no for an answer. So, you know, you may say, I can't go because I have lots of things on my plate. And, you know, try asking someone else. And then they'll say, well, I've asked several people. Can you do it? Can you come for an hour? And you're like, no. Then they're like, okay, well, can you come for a half an hour? No. Can you come for 15 minutes? No. When we have the broken record no you've got to be stern with it you know you've got to really stick to your boundaries because this is a person that just won't take no for an answer and so again number you know what number was that that was uh, number six learning how to say no remember we've got to be straightforward 
and not cryptic when we're saying no. Number seven, in learning to love yourself, be all right that everyone will not or may not always like you. Stop trying to be a people pleaser. Please God and please yourself. That is it. You know, of course, please your spouse, but be all right that everyone may not like you. It's okay. Amen. Number eight, and here's a big one too. Forgive yourself. And this is going to be the last one for the day. You made the best decision whenever you had to make it. It's unfair to judge yourself on what you know now compared to what you knew then. Forgive the old so you can get to know the new. You know, learn to forgive others. Remembering this, that forgiveness is for you. Love yourself enough to free the weight you're carrying. You know, a plane can't take off. You know, if there's too much weight and sometimes, you know, they'll put your luggage on another plane so that the plane can take off. And so if you could learn to do forgiveness, because what forgiveness is, it's like you're carrying around all of this luggage. You're wearing yourself down and you're not able to enjoy life that God has given you. And so one of the ways in learning to love yourself is forgive yourself if you need to and forgive others that that weight may be lifted. Could it be the weight of unforgiveness is stopping your plane from taking off? Maybe there's some things that you want to do and you can't do them because you're stuck in a state of forgiveness. If it is today, if today is the day that your opportunity came, would you be able to receive from God or would it be you wouldn't be able to receive from God because you're holding on to too much, too much other baggage? You know, if you have a whole lot of things in your hand, it's impossible to receive something, you're going to have to drop it in order to receive whatever it is that God is trying to get to you. So while we can't change the heart of others, we can change our own hearts. And so we've got to learn how to forgive others and we've got to simply forgive ourselves. And so I want you to know, Heartbeat Nation, that you can do it. You can love yourself. You can do these things. These um, little nuggets that I've just given, they're really simple to to apply to your life. And so I want you to begin to love you. Take yourself out on that date, you know, get to know you and just have a great time with you. Hey, listen, that's the episode for today. Learn to love you. If you have not subscribed to God Wants Me Whole YouTube channel already, please do so. There you can find the daily dosages that I do on Facebook Live Monday through Friday at 7.30 a.m. Also follow me on social media platforms God Wants Me Whole. Visit the website GodWantsMeWhole.org and just in case you've been thinking about traveling to Israel, God Wants Me Whole is going to the Holy Land in October of this year. If you are interested in that, please email me at Regina at GodWantsMeWhole.org Again, that's the episode for today. Learn to love you. I'll see you right back here next time for the next episode on the Hope Line media podcast channel again i'll see you soon and let's do what we do come on let's say it all together say god wants me whole and i am getting whole by the minute again i'm regina banks your gps the wholeness aka the heart gatherer go out there and have a spec while amazing day look out for falling blessings because they are falling all around you i'll see you next episode